Hello everyone, I'm Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. This week we talk to Philly-based Midwest emo band Heavy Metal Chess Club. Each member of the band has their niche in terms of interests, but they come together to make some sick-ass music. Once Clara and Hammer discovered their mutual love for emo music, Alex and Jackson were invited to the band to bring some different musical perspectives. Their most recent singles give us a taste of what's to come as they continue to develop their skills as writers, musicians, and bandmates. They're headed into a busy 2024, going to the studio in January and booking shows for their weekends on break. Without further ado, Exacto Knife by Heavy Metal Chess Club.
Heavy Metal Chess Club. We've got the whole band on with us tonight. Thank you guys so much for being on with us. Let's have everyone introduce themselves. I feel like that's something we forget to do sometimes. <laughs> if you could all introduce yourselves, that would be lovely. Alright, um, I'm Alex. I play bass. Uh, I'm Jackson. I play drums. Actually, me and Alex are uh, close bandmates because we're in two bands together. So we're just we get we have to deal with each other. We're very we're very <laughs> close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Clara. I play guitar and sing, and like sometimes accordion. Dick. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. I think I think one thing we want to talk a little bit about is the fact that you all have such different interests outside of music. Like there is such a variety in what you guys do. And we're wondering if there's anything outside of music that you guys participate in together. Or do you make each other do each of your favorite things and like force each other to enjoy them? I know, Jackson, you read, right? I read no. all the time, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think we ever, like, like, don't, like, we talk about, like, like the same, like, like books, too. No, no. That's, no, that's, that's not something that happens. Yeah, we all read kind of, I mean, at least from my perspective, I think Hammer reads more like the science, not science fiction, but, like, the fantasy kind of stuff. I, I like a little bit more, like, you know, memoir style. Yeah. I think uh, I think Jackson and I both like a lot of the artist autobiography type of uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also philosophy, too, but that's, like, a whole other nerdy topic. Oh, I didn't know you read philosophy. I do also yeah. read philosophy books sometimes. I think we oh, have we discussed this like once. Yeah. Yeah. A couple yeah. times, maybe. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Learning so much <laughs> about each other. So <laughs> See, we found some overlap right <laughs> away. <laughs> <Each other. laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine um, having like a reading session together is probably <laughs> not make the most sense. You guys seem to have like a little bit of overlap in some of what you're reading is there anything in particular that you've discussed that you really enjoy um i remember jackson i recently talked about like the new getty lee book i haven't read it yet. yeah i finished it actually you did okay (laughs) yeah i ended up finishing it yeah those uh, yeah yeah, like the like the anthony kiedis and and flea autobiographies i think i remember mentioning at some point as well yeah and the maynard uh maynard james keenan one i have that right here actually nice (laughs) yeah but uh, I know Hammer and Clara love uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, are, are we, we're reading those books here quite now. a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a bit further than you than her. Um, yeah, but we we talk about as as I'm sure um, Alex and Jackson can attest. Uh, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now is that accompanied <laughs> with the? Have you watched or are you watching the show as you're reading the book? I've I've already seen the show. And like okay. part of the reason why I started was like, wow, that that ending was so bad. It's like I like now it's like <laughs> it, it's like my whole like, starting reading it was um was like, oh, that ending was so bad. Um, I need to like read so if the books ever get finished, I can I can I can, I can figure out how, like I was actually supposed to end. I can actually like experience the ending. And I I, I enjoy the books a lot. I love. I know Martin has like a really interesting style that I just it clicks with me really well. If he ever decides to stop writing weird lore for video games, then maybe he'll finish the book. But <laughs> yeah, maybe one, maybe one day. Who's to say, really? <laughs> um, now, um, Hammer, you also told us that you were into a lot of that kind of uh, nerdy stuff, and you also said you run uh, some D and D. Have you forced the band into that yet? 
Um, thank God. <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> not yet. I'd I'd be really done. There's another um. There's another band that like we're like friends with. We're friends with them. We like we joked about doing like a one shot session with them, but I've never like, I've never forced them in <laughs> too hard. He yeah, he played with my roommate for a bit, but I think that sounds like a great idea though. Like after your collective reading session, just right into a you know a one shot. Yeah, and then that's like nice <laughs> nice quality band time. I, I I do think that D&D is like a really good game to just like get to know people. I think you you see like you see a very different side of people. Um and like you I get to know people like my friends in a way that I I would not have otherwise had I not played D&D with them. And it's like I'm I'm very open to this idea as like a bonding activity. So let us know when you do it. We're also based <laughs> in Philly and we'll come by and and join. We're gonna hang we'll, out. Have a, we'll have another podcast episode to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, we yeah. sort of DD podcast. Yeah. We've done it there, once there before. We can do it again. <laughs> yes. No, that is that is really funny though. I, I, I kind of agree with that though, as like a, a bonding thing. I, I think another thing that people do tend to bond over is also sports with Al, which Alex, you said is something that <laughs> you do. Have yeah. you forced anyone into sports? Uh, a little bit. We played, I played basketball with Jackson like once last year. That was kind of <laughs> yeah. fun. Um, that we need good. to do that again though. Yeah, we should. That's no, it's saying. good. It's good to get physical activity. I just like, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing from like a physical activity standpoint, but then I also get like really nerdy about sports the same way I get nerdy about music with like stats and analytics and all that kind of stuff. So if they had to endure any of that, I'm sure they'd probably want to shoot me, but you know, you know, Jesus. Are you in a fantasy football league right I now? Am, yeah. I'm in two fantasy football leagues. I'm like, yeah, I, I like to, to just watch like uh, red zone on Sundays and like get all up in the, the analytics behind everything, that type of stuff. Yeah. Yep. See, that's another bonding thing. A little yeah. uh, band fantasy football league. Yeah. You know? Turn out Rick all these ideas, Rick, guys. Rick we do. Eagles right now. Though. We, we do have a fantasy football league with other people in the music industry major, which is really interesting because some people, some music majors are, are good at it. Some are, are not, so good <laughs> at it, but yeah. Yeah. I do I do love this idea of slowly doing all of these things that no one except for one person really has any idea about. I feel like a fantasy football league with one person who knows football and yeah. three people who yeah. do not is yeah. like what a awesome. what a time oh, yeah, that this, would this, be. This name sounds kind of cool. Let's put him on my team so with this type of <laughs> Hey, that was my strategy this year. Fair. It's Good. not paying off, so maybe don't do <laughs> yeah. that. Try again. Try it again next year. You know? Yeah. Are, are are the birds doing well? No, no, no. Oh, oh, not the last couple. They're not weeks. doing well. Not doing <laughs> oh. well. So sad. I I loved I loved um the Eagles in the Super Bowl last year, um just because it was so it was so fun being in Philadelphia for that. Nobody yeah. nobody really you know? cared about the actual team. They just wanted to like just, center city after the loss and and turn yeah. the city down. I, was such a fan I, think, I think I missed half of the I like I was watching I was watching I think I missed like half of it trying to get five guys I, I mean, mean honestly you didn't need to see enough. it yeah <laughs> it was an ugly game and then lastly uh Clara you you're a little bit more uh in product design and you said drawing and building and I'm like a little curious about what you mean by building things 
Yeah, it's kind of, I guess it's less of a hobby because I'm going to school for it, but it just, it's very like, you know, passion driven, like arts major. I mean, I'm sure like Alex and Jackson can attest with like arts majors, mm. but um, it's just like a lot of um, woodworking or like fabric stuff, sewing or like, I haven't started that yet, but like pottery and ceramics. So yeah, just kind of my classes are kind of centered on that. So it's like once you learn the skill, you kind of want to do it more to like make cool stuff. So it's kind of where my mind's been at the past like couple months in school. But yeah, that's so fun. What's your favorite skill that you've developed or have worked with so far? Oh, that's hard. I really want to learn how to use a lathe better because I can't do it right now. It's like it's like I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a machine where you like put a chunk of wood on it and then it spins really fast and then you like oh, yeah. carve away at it. Um, so I haven't like like successfully used a lathe yet, but I really want to. That feels like a great way to make like a weird little mascot for your band. You can make like little chess pieces, you know, and just kind of. That's such a great idea. Have them have him at the show. Yeah. <laughs> So just hand painted, <laughs> chess chessboard in the pit type of. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah. there you go. Hey, we've people you, that you play, play speed chess. Pit. You play speed chess in the pit. Oh, like you chess boxing, it. but it's like hardcore guitar. Yeah, that, that's similar to this this running bit that we have, where it's it's like it's half it's like a half of it because we're, we're we're serious about this, but we've said like if anyone like successfully plays a game of Magic the Gathering in one of our pits, we'll give them free merch. <laughs> And I, I, I really, I really hope it happens. We almost, yeah, like, we almost got someone to do it, right? Yeah, Gordon was close, I thought, right, mm. or something. Oh yeah, Gordon, Gordon was going to, and then just didn't bring his cards to the uh, show. Disappointing. <laughs> Come on, Gordon, do better. <laughs> yeah, Gordon. I feel like if you are promising that, though, like if you're even saying that a little bit, if someone does it, you kind of have to deliver. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a promise. Yeah. So. Obviously, then there's some overlap with the things that you guys do outside of this. If you're trying to have people play magic at your shows, is there any other like influence from these things that kind of find their way into your music, either the writing process or just the way you play or maybe even conduct shows and things of that nature? I'll write about like like fictional characters sometimes and like a lot of them don't make it into songs. Um I guess a good example of a song they have out is like is Caddy. I like I was like that's like I wrote like I wrote that song like years ago. Um I was just like just getting into writing songs. Um and I didn't really know what to write about. I was having some some writer's block. I was like, oh let's I I, I just read The Sound of the Fury by William Faulkner. So I was like, okay, let's write a song about Caddy, see how that turns out. And I, I still like I still do that sometimes, like when I'm when I'm like having trouble writing, I'll be like, okay, let's write a song from the perspective of some some character. Or like about just like some something in this thing that I'm like obsessing over at the moment. And that help me like it's like a way I like deal with that sort of thing. I think that's a really interesting perspective to put into kind of your own words and your music. Is that something that you see yourself uh moving forward with and kind of using that, you know, almost outside perspective in music moving forward? I think it'd be interesting to use it more. Just like I don't really a lot of the time I don't think of it as like I'm writing a song. It's like, oh, I'm just like, it's like, it's a little exercise I'm doing to like bolster my creativity. And like, sometimes it works out well, but a lot of times it's like, hey, I, I, I feel more creative with the song. I just wrote kind of shit, but I feel like I, I got the juices flowing now. In in my 
first in my experience i've actually had like good um success with like writing to poems and being inspired by poetry in a way like i'll write something this is like complete tangent off of like like the whole uh the hmcc stuff but if i'm writing on my own i can also take inspiration from poetry as well like I, i'm an avid reader of poetry so i i take i can take those you know pieces and also like construct sort of a you know a soundscape if it would if it would be or a song around that too which i think would be really cool idea i think i think my question about that is when you're saying writing are you writing uh lyrics and like writing your own poetry or do you mean more like writing drum pieces to like accompany poems that I, you're reading i from well from um, my kind of experience I, I i play multiple instruments so i kind of write songs gotcha. based around that so I'll, like i get inspiration from like a poem or something and then i'll write or or maybe i'll write a poem or a set of lyrics that i'm inspired by to write you know creatively with with music so I'll, I'll I'll find something that I've written or a riff or a guitar part that I've written before and, and really go in on that and expand that. And I think that's a cool idea in, in harnessing that creativity, too. It's a very interesting, you know, using a more, you know, imagery approach as opposed to like a lyrical theme. And before we dive into even more of the writing and inspiration behind your music, the music that you write, tell us a little bit about how the band got started. When did you guys meet? When did you guys start making music together? Tell us the whole story. I met Clara like a couple weeks into, into like starting school. Like a week. And we just sort of like, it was like, hey, you like, you like emo music? I like emo music. Let's, 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 let's band it up. Um, and then, like, we wrote some songs for a couple months, and then, like, we got back from winter break, and, like, I knew Alex and Jackson, and then I was like, oh, you guys, you guys play bass and drums, and you aren't in, like, a million other projects already. Um, let's try this out. And then we just all had really good chemistry, and uh, I, it, it stuck uh, very well. Yeah, I will say what is, what is funny, though, is that you guys are very into emo music, but then me and Alex are kind of, yeah. like... We, we... We came into it from this outsider perspective. We knew that they liked the emo music, but when we we started kind of writing parts for for either the EP or even the two singles, the the way we we still write songs aren't yeah. the same inspiration. Even so, yeah, we're we're coming I mean, to it yeah. from different influences, but we just wanted to see, like you know, hey, how can this project sound with vastly different influences? I'd say I'd say it gives it more of a. There's a more of a a different feel to it in a way because like i'm alex is into a lot more like the alternative rock alternative metal stuff and the progressive rock stuff i'm more i listen to a lot of music but i i'm mainly around the progressive metal jazz kind of training stuff but um i think that like it works to the benefit of the group if anything to have like you know a rhythm section that isn't necessarily an emo an emo rhythm section you know just playing root notes or whatever because alex does some crazy shit Jackson, and i'm like sometimes yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, wait a damn minute, what is that line? Yeah. And then well, that's counter There's a counter melody to the whole song, and I'm like, wow, like yeah. oh, that's something I would have never thought of. Yeah, you know? but it's the same thing with everyone. Like everyone takes yeah, their definitely. own influences. But what I liked about what drew me to like Hammer and Clara's writing was there was like a personal sensibility to it. I got yeah. these artists that weren't emo, and I got like this yeah. real, like real, like authenticity from their lyrics. So exactly. when like, they were talking to me about like wanting to write music i was like yeah i'm really interested we should like yeah i was like yeah let's do it because i really i i was a fan almost first before i was like in the band and then i started writing more parts and i was like oh yeah this is kind of starting to become a band a little bit more yeah yeah 
same in my respect as well. Yeah. I think I think I think Alex had showed me maybe a rough sketch of Zach Doe, or maybe it was Hammer. I can't remember who, but and I was really intrigued by that song in particular just because I loved the melodic content of it. It was it was a very good very good song, well written song. I I definitely think that's that's interesting. One thing I feel like people don't think about a whole lot when bands are coming together and talking about these things are, I guess that maybe not necessarily pitch, but when you're asking people to join a band, like what are you telling them? How are you kind of deciding who's a part of that? How are they deciding to agree with that? And I think something like authenticity in the music and kind of that way of writing is definitely something that, uh, that is going to like, draw people in clearly if if that's what's working for you guys um give us a little bit of information about that writing then like if it's this very authentic very like uh thoughtful writing tell us a little bit about that writing in particular and how you kind of got to these spaces um i guess i'll take this one i think i told you guys in my email that like well i do really like emo i think a lot of my songwriting influences comes from more folk and like folk rock, um, just because I really like, you know, artists like uh, like Joni Mitchell or Neil Young, like that um, kind of sort of authenticity that they have, um, where it feels less about like tropes and more just about your personal experience. Um, I feel like that kind of writing is like really impacts me, but then I think it also lends itself to emo already. Like when you think of where emo comes from, like emotional hardcore, it's kind of like putting it all out on the line and like not kind of stopping at your own personal life, but just to keep it going to try to become more relatable. So um, yeah, I've been trying to change my lyrical style recently. I don't really know what direction yet, but I think that's like kind of where I came from with how I write my songs is like taking my real personal experiences and uh, trying to be as authentic about them as possible. Yeah, no, I think that's a great way to kind of develop your music and the fact that you're starting to experiment even a little bit now is definitely uh, like definitely good that you're, you're starting to branch out kind of like feel around a little bit. Is there anything in particular that you guys are looking at or kind of listening to, or even just kind of experiencing, I suppose that is maybe influencing the way you're writing or maybe the, the ways that you plan on writing. Like, is there anything in mind there or is it just kind of happening as you go definitely happening as we go the more that we we write full songs all together the more we realize that they're going to sound different just because you know like at, at first it was it was henry and clara and then as we had these like full band writing sessions at least with the newer music um it's just kind of like we're not trying to say, hey, this needs to sound like something, but just because it's everyone, then it just naturally sounds different. There's something I like notice about like my own like process kind of reasons. Like it's like every like every week it's like I wanna sound like 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 a different like a different band as I go like and it's 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 very like um like it gets it, it's very it's just very interesting for me because I'm like, oh I wanna sound like I wanna sound like Saturday's ear place. I wanna sound like 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 BCN or I want to sound like the smile. I want to like, I would, and like I I just get all these influences like constantly, and I'm like definitely I'm like experiencing like like very like um like what I'm drawn to like changes like very like frequently, and it's like I think it's it's fun how it affects the music, how 
Because like, oh, we make a song that sounds like this, and then we make a song that sounds like that. It's, they sound like really different, but like it still feels like like us. And I love having that like that range of of like influence that I have. Well, I, I also think that really what contributes in a way in 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 a way I think from at least from a drumming perspective for me, I think in this band I kind of set myself a little goal of having it not be like I sit down and I write drum parts. I I would rather for this band I kind of set myself a goal of let me write instinctually and see how that comes about. And I think that that comes off a little bit more natural because like I like writing drum parts and I like crafting, you know, songs around that kind of stuff. But I think in this band, from from my perspective, I think I could speak on RB, uh, I think everybody in, in a way, I think it becomes more instinctual when, you know, we get to that place where we're on the same page, but it's it's still natural and it still feels like it wasn't just all written and forced together, you know? Yeah, I feel like that natural element is really evident in the music because it, again, doesn't feel forced. It feels like uh, it sounds like it's supposed to almost. So tell yeah. us a little bit more about um, the recent singles that you guys released. Yeah, I feel like these uh, the newer singles or the ones we released recently, I think are still kind of in our old style of writing where it was like um hammer wrote one i wrote one then we took it and like you know created the recordings from that um but i do think you could even see i still feel like there's a progression from the blunders songs to like those that you can kind of see alex and jackson starting to shine more there was more of like a back and forth and like creating the songs and they were a bit fluid for a bit longer of a time which i think kind of um made the writing more collaborative and yeah, I, I'm really happy with how they turned out. And I think everyone's kind of agreed, like, we want to push that method of writing even further with our next stuff to, like, kind of just keep that, like, good, you know, good good vibes going, I guess. Yeah. And it also, like, in a way, <laughs> when you go about that process, it prevents that, like, creative stagnation when you bring it to multiple people, because then you'll have multiple ears on it. And you're like, oh, maybe this will sound different with Jackson's, like, drums, or maybe this will sound different with... um when Alex puts his bass lines down or, or how, you know, you approach a vocal or, or that kind of thing. It just felt like a little tighter too. I think we just gave them a little bit more time to like sit in the oven and if we just, we just got to, we just, we were tired on or we were a lot more well rehearsed on it. And I think it's, it definitely is resulted in a much better final product. I remember like when they first came out, like I had a bunch of like my music friends reaching out to be like, wow, like every, like everyone is like, grown so much like since like the last release only a couple months ago um which was like really like reaffirming to hear for sure yeah it's it's the it's the natural bridge between i feel like any one project is the natural bridge between the products before and after so as clara was saying you know it's it's gonna be the the middle point between the older like true like emo inspiration versus whatever the inspiration for the next one is Definitely feels like there's some like depth being developed in the process of writing. And like you said, just kind of the way you're collaborating and the way you're letting these songs sit a little bit. It is it's creating like a more deep sounding, um, like well-rounded song. And I think you guys are definitely doing a great job with that um, and continuing like developing that style of writing is going to be so interesting definitely looking forward uh to hearing some more of that so on that kind of developing the writing a little bit uh you said that the last two releases were still in your kind of 
older sounds and you've developed that a little bit more since then. So is there anything else that you've written that you're planning on releasing soon? Anything that you're currently writing that you're looking forward to develop a little bit further? We're going to the studio um, in January with no real expectations. Like we just have like some songs um, and we're just going to, we're going to record some of them, see, just see how that sounds. And we're just working on writing right now. I think we're going to do like a live session um, in February and we're probably going to release that, which will ideally feature almost all in a perfect world, all, all new songs, but you know, we'll see. We just like want to make sure it's like, it's good, you know? So you want to get stuff out, but we want to like make sure it's like really good too. So we're like, we don't want to like, we don't want to rush anything. For sure. Yeah. Just kind of jam on, jam on as many new things as we can and figure out at, at when we, when we have an end product, you know, do we feel like this is the next natural progression for us? Are we confident with how this is going to come out? Or do we need to continue working on it? So no, no real deadline for anything. No. Yeah. Like Henry said, no expectations, just kind of whatever comes our way. Yeah. No, I think that's a good way to go about it. Just take some time and kind of do it and see how it goes. And if the product's not what you're liking, you know, then like no one else needs to hear it. Who's who? who's going to know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so with that, you guys said you're focusing on writing a little bit more than what are some of the things that you guys are writing about? Like what are some of the like are there any particular themes or events or things that you have a focus on that you're writing about i've i've actually i've barely written like any lyrics to like any of these new songs yet it's like mostly been like just instrumental stuff um i've just like been trying to get like i'm just like you know trying to learn like oh what like different chords like how can i like make it sound different um and just experimenting a lot more like um there's like some parts in these songs that are like almost almost too hard for me to play um it's like I write it and like we try to like sit down and like actually play it. I'm like, I'm like struggling to like get through the song right now. Um yeah. that makes it interesting though, because yeah. I, I like I like that we're like struggling a little bit because that means that we're progressing. So when there's like there's an end to one of the songs where I'm playing it, I'm like, I'm trying to follow like a, a part that Henry is playing. I'm just like, I am having a difficult time figuring out what I want to play or how I'm like what technique I'm supposed to use to play this, but like I I enjoy that struggle of like, I don't know where it's going to go, you know. Any accordion parts that are uh, killing you? Oh, um, yeah. One of the newer songs I'm playing accordion on. Um, yeah, I've been trying to um, put the accordion into more songs just because it's kind of I, it's one of the instruments that I like really like, you know, fell in love with like playing music on and uh, like uh, just a key part of my background with like Irish traditional music um and i just think that that kind of music is so beautiful and like to kind of put it into like a rock setting is something that like really interests me so yeah that's something i've been trying to work on with the newer songs like when i can to write in more parts that, that like have that influence um to like create just like a little bit of fusion between like those two sides of me but yeah man i love a surprise instrument in a yeah. genre that you don't usually hear it that is such a cool little addition to to the music and to the song um so when you guys are planning on doing this uh recording session in january um and again no expectations kind of going in and seeing how things go um 
when you go in, are you going in with these kind of half work songs and just kind of work it through them? Or um, are you going to have things a little bit more tailored to what the final products will be? I will say, I feel like we are a bit, a little bit more prepared than we were in terms of, of mapping things out. I would say just cause I think um, blunders and the two singles were very like, I don't want to say that they were like thrown together, but the, the recording process for them was very, it was like, for me, with at least was a little bit more hectic, but I think this time going, going forward, I'm not going forward, but like going for, to this session, at least I think we're a lot more prepared than we, we were, I, I think personally. We I have, think we've also grown more as musicians. A lot of us, I think. Yeah. We have like uh we have tempo maps and hammer as more experimentation is coming, more experimentation with time signatures and changing time signatures and all that fun stuff is coming too. So we gotta really like yeah, we gotta make sure if if something feels underprepared, it probably won't go well just because we have to know this is when the change is coming and 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 yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think with the timeline we're working with now, I think that is the big difference. Like before, like if you asked us this question, maybe we would have said like, yeah, like, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're just going to record. But I think having this time to kind of play around and really not be prepared, but kind of let the songs just evolve as they need to, I think is allowing us so that when we do need to really like lock in and prepare for the set that we'll feel confident in like what we've written. And then just, it's just simply remembering the parts, you know, like going through the motions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is super exciting that you guys are getting to record, getting into the studio. And again, said earlier, really excited to hear what comes out of that whenever it does. Right. Um, Until then, though, we know you guys have been able to play some shows. Are you planning on playing any more shows, anything coming up in the new year that you're looking forward to? Um, We're doing a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a weekender um with our friends Lying Seas and they're like a they're like a shoegaze band from New Jersey. Um and like in January, um 19th through the 21st. Um I mean we have, we have shows around like Philly booked and like in the mm-hmm. works. Um I think we're trying to do a couple weekenders in March uh, while we're on spring break. Um Yeah. We're trying to like a couple there's a couple coming up that me and Alex have to play uh, two sets, so it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> it's probably, it's like two back-to-back where there's like, yeah. oh, Lord, I don't know. We gotta get yeah, the, you know. I, I love being in two high-energy bands because that means I'm just going to be exhausted, but it's fun, you know. Listen, if you get off the stage and there's not a little puddle under you, what were you doing? <laughs> real. That's yeah. Real. Especially yeah. drummers. <laughs> Especially drummers. <laughs> yeah. Um we're trying to like book shows in a way where like we can like leave like chunks of time like dedicated to like not worrying about shows so we can like focus on writing so we're not just like spending like the next like half year just like trying to get tight for the next show because i'm like we're never gonna write anything new it's really like, taking that into account when like we're, we're planning shows as well um claire and i have the same birthday um so we're like we're doing a birthday show um that weekend with a bunch of our friends uh in march uh so that's that's a, that's like one of the bigger ones we have uh lined up i think <laughs> that's kind of crazy like what are the chances of that right <laughs> it's it's like <sighs> was that like, like one of the first things you guys found out about each other no no it took us like it took like two months i think like something a month or two to figure out yeah wow. i think yeah we met in september we figured out in like october so <laughs> nice yeah 
Um, is there is there anything else like that is part of your shows? Like obviously you have trying to make people play magic. Uh, is there anything else that you've thought of or maybe are thinking of to to do during shows other than just like put on a great show? Take my shirt off. Hey, that's yeah. part of a go. great show. <laughs> part of the part of the draw, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, of course. Just go out there, have fun, put on a, a higher energy show. I think at the end of the day, it's it's it, you have to have fun with it, or else it's it, it becomes you know it becomes work. And I think and if you treat it like that, I think you remove the magic of it. I think in a way, because yeah. it's like you know you're supposed to have fun with this. It's not like it's. Um, you're supposed to you know you're getting together with your friends and playing music like it's what you, you can't ask for more it's like it's the best thing you know yeah um yeah i i think like part i think we're really well rehearsed um which i think helps a lot in that because i think we can just get up there um and be like okay we're gonna play and we're gonna have a grand old time about it and it's it, it's it sounds super tight we're, we're, we're having a blast and i i i i hope it sh- like shows that we're having a blast because that's kind of what we're going for yeah, you can also improvise a little bit more too, because I know like some of the stuff, you know, I like to keep simple, but there's the occasional baseline or like I know Jackson likes to tease uh, Scentless Apprentice by Nirvana in one of our songs. <laughs> so I like that aspect of it. The more you get comfortable with playing together, the more you're just able to do whatever type of type of thing. Doing yeah. bits on stage. That's what it's about. Definitely super exciting. Uh, looking forward to whatever it is you guys release next with uh, some more depth in that music. Hopefully we get to see you sometime in Philly. Uh, Sydney, did you have any other questions for Heavy Metal Chess Club? So where can we find and follow you guys online and listen to all of your music? Um, we're on all the streaming services under Heavy Metal Chess Club. I've been doing the whole DIY band TikTok thing. <laughs> Um, at Heavy Metal Chess Club, and uh, you can find us on Instagram at HM Chess Club. That's where we try to post most of our. Um, we post all of our like upcoming shows and that sort of thing on there. Beautiful. Well, once again, thank you all for being here tonight, Heavy Metal Chess Club. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Thanks so much for having Thank you for listening to Little Known Tracks. If you or a loved one want to be featured, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at LKTPod for more information about the podcast when episodes come out and occasionally giveaways and things of that nature. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.